You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. number 29 prepare your kids for wealth you know the last couple of podcasts have been about generational wealth and leaving a legacy of wealth but what good is it to leave money or wealth to your children if they have little or no idea of how to manage it teaching your children to respect money is just as important as teaching them to respect their elders constantly encouraging them and giving them the resources to complete their education goes hand in hand with the ability to properly manage their finances. It is important to instill in them a family tradition of wealth building and wealth transfer. Now, it should not be happenstance or an afterthought. It should be deliberate and structured. Now, listen, I have kids. I know it's not that easy. I'm saying it as though it's as easy, easy as having them come down to the kitchen table and Telling them something and they retain it or respect what you're saying. I know it's not easy. That's why it has to be constant. So let's talk about how to prepare your kids for wealth. But first, the financial definition of the week. Today's letter is F and F is for fiduciary. Now, a fiduciary is a person bound to act for another's benefit as a trustee in relation to his beneficiary. The adjective for this is having the nature of a trust or of a or, or relating to a trust or trustee. Like a financial advisor could have a fiduciary responsibility to give you the best advice to benefit you ahead of himself. It's critical that you know who is acting as a fiduciary in regards to your family's wealth management. This responsibility falls to your children or a retained professional. They need to know what is going on. The kids need to know who their person is, what their job is, what is going on. Now, now I believe you should start teaching kids about to ask you for money. If they're old enough to ask you for money, you need to start teaching them about money management. And that lesson should always start with the basic tenet. And that tenet is, penny saved is a penny earned. (laughs) I know you've heard it before. You know, this phrase, a penny saved, is a penny earned. It means that it is as useful to save money that you already have as it is to earn more money. The phrase comes from Ben Franklin, uh, his book that he had 
years, years, years ago called Poor Man's, uh, actually Poor Richard's Almanac. And uh, these series of books with advice, helpful hints, and puzzles is still relevant today. Uh, so if you ever come across one, pick it up and, and, and read it from cover to cover. You'll, you'll get some, some um, gems of wisdom. But to respect the value that that penny that you've saved, it has to first be earned. Start the lesson of money management by first teaching the lesson of work. Let me say that again. But to respect and value that penny that you have saved, it has to first be earned. So you have to start the lesson of money management with your kids by first teaching the lesson of work. You know, you don't want your kids to learn about money from someone else. And you definitely don't want them to learn about money from someone like the Kardashians or the other uh, die rich, die young and rich, die rich and leave a beautiful corpse. All these craziness that you see on the uh, social media, you know, the bling, bling, flash, flash, spend it while you have it. Uh, live for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. You don't want to learn from that. You want to learn practical and realistic approach towards building wealth and transferring it. All right. Let me get off my soapbox soapbox there for a second. Now, listen, try to avoid lecturing. Don't confuse financial literacy with having a healthy understanding of how to manage family wealth. You know, you, know, you say, James, you, you lecture all the time. Well, I understand that, but you know, that's just who I am. But don't skip the financial literacy part of it. Now, that would be like, it would be like learning to drive a car without learning the difference between the gas pedal and the brake and when you should use each of them. You need to not only know what wealth is, how to build, but how it works in your life at different points of your life. So I wondered if structured financial education has staying power. Because, you know, I've been teaching this for a long time. Matter of fact, we used to do a series of camps called Count Money every summer. We had hundreds of kids come through that camp. And we would teach them about the basic concepts of money management and investing and entrepreneurism. So I decided to reach out to one of my young, one of the young people who came through uh, the annual summer count, mini moguls count money, to see how he's doing and if he's retained any of the information that we talked about during the camp 15 years ago. He came through the camp in 2005. <laughs> but uh, listen, before I pull up that conversation, I want to share with you some of the audio of one of our cartoons used to teach young people about how the stock market works. I think you might find this interesting. And, and if it's just you listening, feel free to bring your, your young person in or uh, make sure they know about this podcast and, and listen to it. Uh, I think they'll find some in interesting information through this particular audio. This is from Investing with Larry Living Large. And Larry is someone who is big on buying stocks, trading stocks to build wealth. So I think that you'll find it very interesting. Check it out. Welcome to... Investing with Larry Living Large. This is the second of Mini Mogul's three volume adventure series where you will be introduced to the fundamentals of financial planning. The Mini Mogul series will help you to understand and value entrepreneurship while it prepares you for academic success. Now, let's go to school, a school that's a lot like yours. Larry has been selected to share the secrets on his success with his fellow students. Man, there must be some way I can share my good fortune with my fellow students. Pedro, watch where you're going, man. Sorry, amigo. I got a lot on my mind. Oh, paper pushing Pedro. You've given me an idea. 
I could use your help on a project. Are you in? Count me in, amigo. And for what? If it's news, I want to be in too. Madam class president, always looking to get her ink. <laughs> but will she turn on her persuasive power for another purpose, like selling an ideal to the masses? Are you kidding? I can use the exposure. All right, all right. The financial dream team is set. Meet me in the school auditorium at six o'clock tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Are You Learning Middle School's production of Just Another Day on Wall Street. Produced, written, and directed by yours truly, Larry Livinglot. We open with Paper Pushing Pedro conducting business at his newsstand. Man, business is great, but I need space for more inventory. Plus some help running the stand. I need money to grow, but where can I get it? Hi, my name is Cynthia Michaels, and I'm an investment banker with Michaels and Michaels Investments. I would like to talk to you about expanding your business. You read my mind, but what's an investment banker? Good question, Mr. Pedro. Investment bankers are people who help business owners like you raise money to expand their business. We do this by taking your company public or selling your business on the stock exchange. No, my business is not for sale. Adios. Wait, wait a minute. We won't sell your business, just a percentage or share of ownership in your business, or what we call stock. Stock? You mean inventory? No, Mr. Pedro. Stock represents a share of ownership in your business. For instance, we could create 10,000 shares of stock for a company, let's call it Pedro's Papers Incorporated. You will own 6,000 shares, which means you own and control a majority interest in the company. We would then sell the other 4,000 shares to the public through the stock market, and you get the money from the sale to expand your business. Minus, of course, a small commission to me for selling the shares for you. But who would buy shares in my business? Just leave that to me. This is where I come in. Do I have a deal for you? Are you hungry for money? Man, I'm so hungry I can eat a grizzly bear. What's cooking? You know Paper Pushing Pedro's newsstand? It's a diamond in the rough looking for a buffer. I'm all ears. Business is booming at Pedro's, and he needs to expand his space. He needs to increase his inventory and hire some more employees to make the kind of profits dreams are made of. Mr. Pedro has hired me as his investment baker, and I'm taking him public. Sounds appetizing? Well, not a four-course meal, but a good midday snack. Count me in. Hola, Pedro. Buenos noches. How's my favorite investment banker? Congratulations. Today, you are on the stock exchange as the Newspaper Cafe Incorporated. And your ticker symbol is NC. Whoa, what's a ticker symbol? Oh, that's just an abbreviation used to list your company with the stock exchange. So when someone wants to buy your stock or follow it in the newspaper, they can find you under this symbol. Wow, what's next? 
Okay, here's how it works. You had an initial public offering or IPO of $10 per share. So your shares are worth $60,000. And Larry Living Large bought 3,000 shares worth $30,000. And there is another 1,000 shares left in the treasury. Treasury? What treasury? Well, that's where you keep shares owned by the corporation to be used at a later date. That means I have $30,000 to expand my business? That's $30,000 minus my fee, of course. Hey, Larry, how you doing? Well, that depends on what my favorite stockbroker has to tell me. Man, how's my newspaper incorporated stock doing? It's in the stratosphere, baby. It opened today at $35 for a share. That's a cool profit. Sell 2,000 shares at 35 That's a $40,000 profit for me in just two weeks. Man, that ain't bad. And everyone made out. Pedro got his money to expand his business. Cynthia earned a commission for putting the deal together. And Larry got a nice return on his investment. And are you learning middle school? Got a good example of how business works. And that's why they call me Larry Living Lodge. I'm Larry, Larry. I be living large. I be living large. I be living large. I'm Larry, Larry. I be living large. Pretty soon, pretty soon, I'ma have a car. Everywhere I go, go. Everywhere I turn, people jocking when they see me flossing what I earn. All right, what we're trying to accomplish in this video. Uh, which you can actually see on my YouTube channel, James Marshall Financial Educator. Let me say again, you don't have to just worry about listening to that um, video on audio. You can also go and watch the actual cartoon video on our YouTube YouTube channel, James Marshall Financial Educator. Uh, what we're trying to do is to give young people a basic understanding of how the capital structure works, how wealth is built through the ownership of companies on the stock exchanges as well as how companies get the capital or money that they need to grow. Now, when you understand the process, it's easier to become a part of the process. So you want to manage the process, control your money, and build wealth. That is the objective of our summer camps, our books, our college learning and living communities, our workshops, seminars, webinars, my YouTube channels, websites, social media posts, my registered investment advisory firm, and of course, this podcast series. The purpose of all of it is to help you to manage the process, control your money, and build wealth. So listen, let's see if we had an impact on one of the young men that attended Count Money way back in 2005. Let's talk to Guy Ron and see what he has to say. Okay, I have Guy Ron Thompson on the line. He's going to Talk about his experiences at Minnie Mogul's Camp Money. He came through back in 2005. What made you uh, decide to come? Was it your decision or was it your mother's? Uh, well, my mom uh, kind of was just like, there's this camp that you're, you're just going to go to. Uh, so I just ended up going. Okay, once, once you got there, was it something that you thought you might enjoy or was you ready to leave right away? <laughs> um, I mean, it was a, a cool, I mean, it was kind of just like, I've been to some other like camps and stuff before that were pretty cool, so I was, I'm kind of interested in it. Um, I mean, they weren't in, like, money camps or anything like that. Just normal summer camps. Um, I mean, I was kind of interested in it. 
So that was the first camp you had been to that focused on saving money. Okay. Well, what were the takeaways? I mean, are there any, are there any things that you could recall learning from the camp back in 2005 that you might be putting into practice now? Um, well, I mean, again, like one of the biggest things, you know, is just saving your money up. Um, I know, I think I remember us doing like a, kind of like a, like where you make your own business type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't really have my own business, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like that would be pretty helpful, you know, if, if I were to try to do that. But the biggest thing for me is just, you know, saving your money, not, um, really like, I guess frugal is the word. I don't really, you know, spend my money unless I like absolutely have to, pretty much. Okay. So you find yourself utilizing a budget now? Um, I don't really use a budget, but um, I guess I just have, I guess, self-control where I don't really go out and spend money, um, you know, unless I really think it's like absolutely necessary. Okay. Well, so what, what are you doing now? Are you still in school? Are you working or what? I am still in school, um, studying to be, uh, studying computer information technology, um, with a focus in networking. So like running servers and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And, uh, cool. I also work at UPS. So I'm a supervisor there. We love the, the truck, the trailers. See so driving around. Uh huh. Wow. Great. So you, you're really on track to do some amazing things in life. All right. So now, are you in this? Are you invested in the stock market now, uh, based on some of the things we talked about in the camp? Uh, yeah. So I've got um, a couple different places. Like my work's got a four hundred one k that they they do that they kind of manage. Um, but I've more recently, like in the last year and a half or so, um, I've started putting money into um, like different stocks and stuff. Like I've invested some in AMD, uh, Nvidia, Amazon. Those are the only three that I've like specifically picked out just because I like the companies um, and where they're going. And then I've also got some invested in like a broad like index fund. Oh, okay. Great. Great. Now, were you were you uh, aware of the stock market before we talked about it in the camp? Uh, no, not at all. Good. <laughs> okay, so that kind of introduce introduce you to the, the the concept of owning companies. Now, I'm I'm wondering if you were there the day that we had the um, uh, CFO of uh, Papa John's come by or KFC come by. Were you there for that? Um, I, I don't particularly remember. Okay. No, don't for, remember yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So I, that's 15 yeah. years ago. So I want to say. Because yeah. we had a couple of the um, executives from those two companies come by and talk about how they how they would report their financials to a, a stock analyst, which is very helpful. I mean, it was, it was a lot for a young person, but I felt like they were able to uh, speak on it in terms that would not over everyone's head. So it sounds like somehow you've uh, been able to really do well in life and on track for uh, building wealth. What What is your goal in terms of, of building wealth? I mean, what is wealth to you? Um, uh, really, I mean, I just, I wouldn't say that I have a necess- or, uh, necessarily have like a specific goal in terms of like, uh, like a specific number that I want to hit as far as how much money I want to make. Right. Um, but I mean, I just want to be able to save up enough to where I can, you know, retire and, you know, live off of my, my money, um, you know, at a pretty at a decent age. You know, I don't want to be working for the rest of my entire life, you know. Okay. Well, that is good. Sounds like you really have your head on straight because you realize that saving is not enough to get you there. You have to invest in something that's going to give you a good return and let your money work for you while you're sleeping. 
Well, Gabriel, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us and let me go back down memory lane and talk with one of the young people to come through the camp. And listen, reach out anytime. Okay, sounds good. All right, take care. Well, all right. You know, it was so good to talk to Gabriel. I hope that he was able to transfer over to you what he learned in the camps and how it was a benefit to him to start his learning process early in life and how that has benefited him now as he's a young man out in the world actually building wealth. So the key thing is to never stop learning. Continue to learn, even going back to basics every now and then. But we try to provide you with good information each uh, week, not always weekly, but sometimes every other week. But you just have to plug in, listen to us, subscribe to the websites, wherever you listen to them, uh, the podcast, whether it be uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean. Definitely listen to us and subscribe. Let us know what you think in the comments page. Like us, rate us, and pass us on to your friends. Until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. No, you can't. I teach you how to say. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to say. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to say. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.